As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. An epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is gonna be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Thanks for listening to the Best of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight from 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the Best of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon on Fox Sports Radio. They have to Tom Brady it after tonight and walk away at the top of my game because I am. You come back never... by the end of Friday or Monday morning? Then? Uh, probably middle of the week. Middle of the week. Okay, I'll take a so you'll of get days. a day or yeah. two in. I'll take a couple of days and then All I'll right. say never, say never because I am never, never going to hit 
a bold prediction like I did with James Harden and the Nets. It's just not going to happen. It's my it's my dark side of the moon. It's my masterpiece. It's my American idiot. I, there is there is just no way I'm going to top Can it. Can you Mike turn Harmon. it into a Broadway play? No way. I think like I could. they did with American Idiot. I <laughs> bestseller. I think I could. It's on my list. I've had, I've not seen it yet. It's on there. That in Hades Town. Because uh, after this, we're all going to hell. Because you got this one. Like there's other things we super sleuth. There's other things we read the tea leaves, and it makes sense, right? We can plot it. But you long ago just going un- over under a 50? 50. 50. 50 for this big three. And we didn't even get to a third of that. And you could have given me 33, and I would have covered. <laughs> That's what I mean. You're going to give me 33 Are you games. kidding me? The this J- is insane. <laughs> here we are live from Radio Row Super Bowl 56, night four here in downtown Los Angeles. Jason Smith and Mike Harmon. And, uh, yes, tons of big NFL stuff to get to my favorite story is hey one player promised to bathe in a bowl of chili if he won the super bowl i would just bathe in a bowl of chili for whenever but today james harden got traded harden goes to the sixers part of a big deal in which ben simmons uh goes back to the nets a big five player trade couple of draft picks goes a big nba trade deadline but clearly the harden trade was what shook the basketball world earlier today and i want to tell you once again just how great my bold prediction was of the Nets. Now, I had that great bold prediction of Urban Meyer that in September he wasn't going to make it to the end of the year. He was going to get fired. This is better than that because at least with Urban Meyer, there was evidence when I made that bold prediction that it could happen because, you know, Meyer had a lot of missteps and couldn't do anything right. Well, but you had also predicted them before that to be running to the Super Bowl and they multiple AFC top. No, 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 it no, no, just no. Be with but Doug Peterson was, no, but it was based on the hiring of Urban Meyer that he was whatever, whatever you're praying to for it doesn't in your matter life. With the coaches, it, when no, they get no, there, it doesn't no, matter. No, that, makes no, that, no, it doesn't because it makes no difference. He, at the time, you made it based on his hiring, and then you you turned your back on him. I mean, you cut him loose. In <laughs> when week it went four. bad, you cut these. You when went it went bad, inside the phony when it went bad, you doctored that, the logbook, and that girl backed it up. That was it. Damn it, Kathy. Uh But while that was a great bold <laughs> prediction, the one I made the day of the James Harden trade to the Nets, and the evidence will be on Twitter at How About a Fresca. I said these three players will not play more than fifty games total together. I knew it. I knew it was not going to happen. And I'll, I'll lay out why, uh, but this is bold prediction. And clearly, I didn't even need – I could have said 20 games, and I could have won. No, I did. The 50 that I had, I mean, if I had made that bet that day in Vegas, I mean, if I, I could I could buy the Broncos. Forget about – But here's the thing. I would call Byron Allen and go, dude, uh, you're – We're going halfies. Now, I, I don't even need you. I don't need your money. I have enough money from my bold prediction with James Harden. But I knew they weren't going to make it. This was not a trio. My tweet at the time was, this is not something that is built for the long haul. And by long haul in the NBA, sometimes now, one season is really – Long, But making this bold prediction is because I knew none of them, of the three of them, none of them love basketball enough and succeeding enough, and I knew they weren't going to be healthy enough to make this happen, right? That's the whole thing. They're not the love of the game. They don't have the, the desire to win, and they don't have the health they need now that they're all getting to or into their 30s. Kevin Durant left Golden State. He went there and went to three finals, was the MVP in two of them, might have won a third if he doesn't tear up his Achilles. But no, he found a way to not be happy because he couldn't get along with Draymond and he wanted to get out. 
Right, this is where he went to become a legend. As far as, hey, he was he's the best player never to win a championship. There's always going to be questions. He goes and becomes a legend, and it's his team, and he's the MVP. And still he wasn't happy, so he goes to Brooklyn. Kyrie, you know Kyrie doesn't love basketball because he leaves the team half the time. I'm hanging out doing Zoom calls when the team is playing. Hey, I'm not going to hey, get hey. vaccinated. I'm going to play half the time with the Nets. So you know his behavior was about love of the game. And the same thing with James Harden who blowtorched his way out of Houston when it wasn't working, who also we found out after he left and, and requested a trade and got traded to the Nets. He wasn't a guy that came to practice on time, didn't pay attention in film, didn't do anything needed. He was a bad teammate. And so when you throw these guys together, suddenly that's going to work? Or suddenly these three guys going to do whatever the hell they want to in Brooklyn? And that's exactly what they did. KD took a, year, a free year to get healthy. Kyrie decided, I can do whatever I want to. I can stay. I can go. I can play. I can not play and the Nets allow him to do that. James Harden says, I want to go to Brooklyn. That's my preferred destination, and now uh, now, now I want out. And he's unhappy after playing 16 games with the other two of them. Right? This is who James Harden is. This is who Kyrie is. This is who KD is. All right. Clearly, the three of them have been in, as while we talked about it last week, have been in IDGAF mode for quite a long time. All right, so this, I'm never going to hit on a bold prediction like this ever again. Uh, we have a lot of NBA to get to tonight in the show, starting off here. But joining us now on the hotline, jumping in like a third man in a wrestling ring, NFL on Fox insider extraordinaire, Jay Glazer. Jay, what's happening, buddy? How are you? There we go. How you guys there doing? There he is. Hey, buddy. What's happening, man? How are you? Oh, living the dream, man. Living the dream. I'm on my way to dinner with my son and just living the dream. I saw you speeding around Radio Row. I mean, it looked like you had comet trails behind you. I was was moving, bouncing around left and right, left and right, right? You know, it's, hey, man, this is our week. Yeah, exactly. Hustle is real. this 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 is our Oscar week, Emmy week, Tony week, all wrapped up in one. I thought you were going to tell me I'm going out to dinner. I've been out all day with Sean Payton and Bruce Arians. Uh, I'm going out to dinner one of them. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> Although, if that was – now tell me the truth, Jay. If you were out with them all day no, at no, this let's, point – let's, hey, hey, let's, let's, not, let's not put my dinner plans out there for the world. <laughs> yeah, I think I think he was going. We weren't getting a call if you had been out all day with those That's guys. That's what I mean. It's kind of where I think he was headed. Jay would say, "I got to oh, talk no, to no, you guys I haven't tomorrow." Been out yet. I'm I'm going now. I got my little guy with me. We're, awesome. we're not little anymore. He's 19. We're all going to dinner. Yeah. I now, now tell me the truth. Did he ask you, "Hey, could you introduce you to Matthew Stafford, who can introduce me to Clayton Kershaw?" Did, did that? Uh, did that happen? <laughs> Are you kidding me? My my kid's been around more people than, more than I have. Are you kidding me? Because they all love him. He's been raised by, by most of the NFL and UFC and Bellator and MMA and everything. Oh, man. Well, I remember you telling me the story about him. He was with you on a TV commercial, and all he wanted to do was meet Clayton Kershaw. No. Where did you see? No, no, no. I remember no, you told us that story. No, that wasn't my kid. Okay. Oh, see, all right. See, now he's conflating. No, he's I told conflating, you that. You know? I, brought, I brought him around everywhere, and we were – um, the one thing he wanted – who was it? Where was – oh, He's wanted to go to Saints camp and meet Marshawn Lattimore, right? Of all the people he's been around. Oh, wow. I was just like, yeah, okay. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it was just like he's been around everybody. I mean, he has been around everybody. And then when he first started playing high school football, I showed up, and he was like, what are you doing? You're embarrassing me. I'm like, how can I embarrass you, man? I'm Jay Glazer. And he's like, come on, Cody. You're embarrassing me. I'm like, you got to be kidding me, man. I was crushed. 
I've been there, Jay. I, I, my daughter for two years wouldn't let me watch her play soccer until she thought yeah. she was good enough. And then all of a sudden it was like, hey, Dad, watch this. <laughs> this is like, Jay, you're telling us, like, did they take that for the plot of home team when Peyton shows up at his kid's game? He's like, Dad, come on, Dad, you can't be here. You're Sean Peyton. You're embarrassing me. Oh, no, it happens. It's, trust me, it happens. So, when I started telling people that story, all my friends were like, oh, us too. Happens to us. Trust us. They care less about us. It's, oh, it's heartbreaking. <laughs> All right, so hey, so so being around this week, look, obviously we've seen the pageantry, everything going on, and and and, and being here in our backyard, LA. I, I look at this game, Jay, and I, I really, I'd love to pick the Bengals, but boy, the more time goes on, you just think about how the Rams can control the game in, in both trenches. It's it's hard for me to not pick the Rams in this one. Yeah, you know, look, I think last week, but Sean, Sean McVay is a bully, and you know the Rams have such you know high profile names and you know high star power and all that, but when they play like bullies, that's when they do great. And they, they finally were able to bully, play like bullies, and, and really be resilient and overcome adversity with the 49ers in this last game. And they're like that, and they just keep going, keep going, keep going. That's, you know, I do like them, but I will say this, man. Joe Burrow is a culture changer. I mean, he is. And I've said this to you guys a ton in the past, right? But now you can see it. He changes so much, so... Even if Cincinnati doesn't win, they're going to be contenders for a long time with that dude at the helm. Well, that's the thing. I've heard the phrase, Jay, house money a lot. We've seen so many NFL legends. You never get back. That never got back. So anytime anybody says that, I'm like, no, 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 no. The Bengals recognize exactly what this is, regardless how young they are. No, absolutely, man. It's so hard to get there. That's why I remember, you know, back in the day, too, like you two guys out like the night before, like, what are you doing? Like, what are you doing? This is not, man, you got to make it a business trip. You can go party as much as you want afterwards, but this is a business trip. And just, you know, from, you know, it doesn't matter what town it is. Guys will, you know, some of them will still be like, oh, man, this is my, this is my shot to go live it up. Man, you'll live it up if you, really, you have that ring on. That's when you can live it up. Well, that's it. We've been walking into guys all the time <laughs> over the last couple of days, right? <laughs> they, they get to live it up for the rest of their lives if you get it done. That's exactly right. But now they kind of lock it in now. You know, after science, they'll really – They'll lock it in. Um, you know, I know they try to do the whole, ah, oh, we're trying to make it like every other week. It's not like every other week. So don't pretend it's like every other week. And even like the game itself, you gotta, you got to make sure that, um, you know, these players, there's so much, like you said, pageantry. And, you know, it's not the same routine that they're used to. And a lot of times they'll come out, they get all geeked up and warm-ups, and all of a sudden, man, and then they got to wait, right? And you got to wait for um, God Bless America and the National Anthem and this award and that award, all these different things. And sometimes guys kind of fizzle out, not realizing, like, you know, they, they, they just get so amped up. So there's so much that you need to know around this game. It's not just a normal game. It's not just like every other game. you got to recognize that and say, okay, what adjustments do we need to make? You know, you talked about Burrow and, and, and how special a guy he is, but clearly the story of Matthew Stafford is absolutely yep. incredible, and, and there's so many different layers to get to. And I love what you just dropped. I love when you drop a oh-by-the-way nugget on Twitter and people go, oh, my God, look at this story, because that's what it is. But you talk a lot about how the guy mainly responsible for Matthew Stafford yep. getting to the Rams is Andrew Whitworth. Tell us about that. Yeah. Well, when we were in Cabo, um, it was Whitworth who had a relationship with him, and so they linked up, and, you know, I was down there because the Whitworths are great friends and trying to get me through a breakup. And Nick May and him were down there because those two are best friends, too. And then, you know, Sean was going to leave. And then I said, well, I'll come down. And he said, all right, I'll stay. And then, you know, two days later, Stafford checks in our hotel, 
Um, and it was Whitworth who had the really had the, the connection, the relationship, uh, and made it happen. And really pumped up Sean, the Rams also, and and also like told him, hey man, this is like. By the way, people on Twitter are like, oh my gosh, it's tampering. There's no tampering because they already said that they would trade him. The, you know, the, the Lions had already it had already been announced that they'd trade him. There was no tampering there, um, and it wasn't like pre-set up. Again, I was there. It just happened to check in, and then he got linked up with Wit. Um, and then Wit also kind of gave him advice. You know, hey, man, if you want to go to one place, that's how you do it. You know, you, you do kind of have more cards than you think. And, yeah, I mean, Wit is the that, – that guy over there, man, the Rams are very lucky to have him. The architect of it all. And then for you, Jay, we talk about the pageantry, the big week, and we've we've been along the walk watching you do your thing. Congratulations. Number 18 on Amazon's list for yep. best-selling books. Unbreakable. Uh, unbelievable, buddy. So so happy and, and proud of you, man. It's been incredible. Thank you so much. Keep, man, I'm, again, I, I want to make sure I keep expanding that team out there. So anybody out there who's going through the gray or knows somebody, and that's the coolest thing of all the people who have reached out this week saying, like, I, you, I didn't have the words, but, you know, my son or my daughter's going through something, and I got them the book so I can connect with them, or I was able to have the words so I can have a conversation with them, or people saying, I've never been able to talk to my family about it, and now you're giving me the words for my depression and my anxiety and my mental health issues so I can now, I don't have to fight it alone or suffer in silence. That's been incredible. Jay, keep fighting the good fight, buddy. More info from Jay all about Unbreakable. His book, How It Can Help You, is on Twitter, at Jay Glazer. The book available, Barnes & Nobles, Amazon, wherever you buy books, it is there. Yep. And, again, more info at Jay Glazer. Jay, thanks so much. Enjoy dinner with thanks. your son. We'll talk to you next week, buddy. Appreciate it. See you, guys. Hold on, buddy. Be good. All right. There goes Jay Glazer. I know he told us his son wanted to meet Clayton Kershaw. I remember him saying that. But now Marshawn Lattimore. So but okay. now you're trying to remember, did I conflate that? Did I conflate another NFL insider like Jay? No, no, no. But like friends of the us? show that yeah, may, may have had, you know, the did we ever opportunity. Have, did we ever have Matthew Stafford on? And he asked us if we wanted to, hey, could I meet Clayton Kershaw? Was you know, that Matthew I, Stafford maybe? Well, I like the fact that Clayton <laughs> Kershaw made sure to point out he bought his own tickets. Oh, that is true. Yeah. Leave yeah, me alone. Stafford gave me nothing. Yeah. <laughs> hey, what's up, everybody? It's me, three-time Pro Bowler LeVar Arrington, and I couldn't be more excited to announce a new podcast called Up On Game. What is Up On Game, you ask? Along with my fellow Pro Bowler, TJ Hushmanzada, and Super Bowl champion, yep, that's right, Plexico Burris. You can only name a show with that type of talent on it. Up On Game. We're going to be sharing our real life experiences loaded with teachable moments listen to up on game with me lavar arrington tj hushmanzada and plexico burris on the iHeartRadio app apple podcast or wherever you get your podcast from be sure to catch live editions of the jason smith show with mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m eastern 7 p.m pacific BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, 
tickets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. When you're an American Express Platinum Card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! And even, checkout's not until four, so. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other. As Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infinity QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? My first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, Demarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to do That's my That's my dance, <laughs> Tyshirt, what happened to Halsey and Machine Gun Kelly? Yeah, I looked up. I didn't like any of the music. <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah, that's the concert going on uh, right next door at Crypto. And then there's some other concert going on 
right near where we are here, uh, Radio Row, Super Bowl 56. A lot of sad music being played. Yeah, no, <laughs> it was it was like dance hall and rowdy for a bit. I don't know what's and happening. And then all of a sudden, it's like, all right, we're going to take it down yeah. a notch. Yeah. But then you got to bring it back up. You can't yeah. ring it like it. Running it, you're trying to get people to leave. No, the no, building? no, no. You're John Cusack in, in High Fidelity. You don't want to burn. You come up with a second song that's better than the first, but then you got to kick it back. You don't want to burn it up too much. Uh, yeah, some kind of. But they be, get, now they're burning it down. Yeah, behind behind the curtain past us, there is some kind <laughs> of dance party going on that the song music just got really low. Maybe they just found out the Lakers didn't make any trades today. Maybe that's wow. What it that'll was. do it. Well, I mean, that's going to be Halsey's entire act tonight. <laughs> I'm sad. Joining us now on the hotline, a man who was once a roadie for Halsey. And dated Megan Fox. Whoa! L.A. Times NBA insider extraordinaire. You can follow him on Twitter at Dan Wojcik Sports. It's at Dan Wojcik Sports. The aforementioned Dan Wojcik. D Dub, what's up, buddy? Uh, you guys are right, probably about Halsey's depressing uh, Lakers. No Lakers trade. She is a massive Lakers fan. I don't know if you guys know this. I, well, that that was the joke. Was I right about you dating Megan Fox? That. No. Uh, yes, that's not. There's nothing funny about that too. Oh, oh. <laughs> Allegedly, <laughs> right? I like that. I, I like that. I come in, just step all over your punchlines. No, it's, okay. it's all good. I got. I got. I got to be honest, guys. Long day today. Well, long, as soon as they didn't let day. you use the how, gift wait, wait, you wanted wait, wait. with your article how, yesterday. How did you have a long day today? The Lakers did nothing but wave the white flag okay. and say, "There's nothing all we right. can do to make this season better." How was it a long day for you? Okay, so so Jason, um, I was in Portland last night. For a just a wonderful basketball game. I'm oh, sorry wow. about that. Hey, congratulations on seeing the worst Laker loss in franchise history. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, but I've enjoyed the hell out of a lot of your post game questions, Dan. It's like that's our guy. Much. Get after it. It, it has been a um, it's been a real roller coaster. So, so I'm in Portland last night. Um, we get word that we'll probably talk to Rob Plinka today. Well, so the issue is is that like I'm going to be in in the air um, when Rob Plinka is going to talk, and I can't miss that, right? So I had to take a 6 a.m. flight out of Portland, which meant like a 4 a.m. wake-up call and then like kind of on the phones all day because, look, guys, um, the Lakers didn't do anything, but it wasn't necessarily for like a lack of effort. And it also wasn't sort of um, – I mean, it was just kind of a rude awakening. Or, I mean, I guess they probably knew. Uh, I thought when we did that aforementioned Rob Palenka uh, press conference that we had a chance to talk to, I mean, he basically said like, you can't make teams give you better players. You can't. You know, well, there's only one way. You can give them stuff. And the Lakers are, um, they, they, they don't really have any stuff. Yeah, but, but here's the thing. Is, is last night, LeBron James said after the game, I just mm-hmm. want to go to bed and wake up tomorrow and see what tomorrow well, brings. He, like he, he was expecting today to be Lakers Christmas, and he woke up and there was nothing under the tree. It's like you know, there were no presents. No, they were knows. all gone. I'm comfortable in saying that, that he knows their roster limitations and I am comfortable kind of knowing that um, you know that look right like LeBron can say things in press conferences like he doesn't like to play fantasy basketball and stuff like that but but that's not true I mean he had a huge hand in putting together this team Um, you know he Anthony Davis their good friend Jared Dudley um, big parts of how this roster was constructed this summer Rob Blink has been open about that he's been open about how um you know, collaborative is his word, but, you know, I think um, amendable is another one. And, uh, look, I, I don't know. I think LeBron, if anything, is like he's, he's a realist. And um, just because, look, he is tired. We're all tired, honestly. You, this basketball team is exhausting. 
is an exhausting basketball team. Like, I, I'm, like I'll be a thousand percent honest, right? Like, um, I said this earlier today. Uh, <clears throat> there's a different Fox Sports Radio show, so I can I can run it back. Um, I can do this. This, uh, this is this is in syndication now. No it's other shows like, exist like, besides this one. No other shows exist. That's it's fair. fine. I'll tell you what. I'll Who do what, I need guys. to take down? No other show that I enjoy as much exists as this one. I will tell you that, and that is honest. I believe. Appreciate that. Yeah, no problem. Um, so, <laughs> guys, I, I'm going to get myself out right, of this good. really fast. Yeah. I love you. Yeah, yeah I love easy, it. Easy. Love you guys. You're the best. Um, so, uh, Mark, Mark, Jim, two of my favorite hosts. Um, <laughs> anyway, so um, no, it's like it's like that household project that you like you just stare at, and you you know. You, you, you know what you need to do, but you can't do it. You're just not – like, whatever it is. Like, you can't figure it out how to get this, like, drawer shut. And um, that's like the Lakers, right? Like, they have, they have had the same problems basically since, like, week two of the season. And they've tried to address them. They've – I mean, they've played virtually every lineup combination they've had. I think Frank Vogel has started 28 different starting lineups or something like that. Maybe it's mm-hmm. 27. Um, some monster number, uh, you know, they've added players when they could have had players. They, you know, they moved, they started guys, they benched guys. They've, you know, done it. They, they've really tried to, to solve this from every possible angle. And like, they just keep coming to the same, the same impasse. They just, they keep getting stuck at the, the, the video game boss, you know, and not even at the other level, like in the middle, they just can't figure it out. And when you just keep running into that wall like that over and over and over again, it's taxing. And I know as a reporter who's like part of my part of my daily routine is trying to figure out like what the hell is going on with this basketball team. It is taxing. Um, I am tired. I am grumpy. My family doesn't like being around me. Well, that I mean that was mostly true before, but like <laughs> they really don't like me. I've got a nasty disposition, and it's mostly because I watch this basketball team do the same things over and over again. And they can't stop doing them, even though they know that because they're doing them, they're not going to be any good. Dan, the other part that goes no, with wait, that. No, wait, so what, what, he, what you're telling me is I think what reading between the lines is you're the Russell Westbrook of the L.A. Times. And the L.A. For Times sure. tried to trade you by the deadline here. I heard the they're New York Times was interested. I heard the Palm Beach Post, uh, the Detroit Ooh. News, Detroit Free Press. But uh, yeah. they, couldn't, they couldn't come up with a deal. You make too much money. Your attitude is bad. You can't adjust. You know, you, you were a guy that for the last dozen years you, you, been given you, free You were rain. on the right track till too much money. <laughs> <laughs> your argument all fell apart right there. No, but Dan, here it is. You, you talk about disposition and the Guys, I had flow. a Lunchable for dinner tonight, okay? So be nice, all right? Hey, Seriously. I love Lunchables, man. When you get the, the Oreo cookies in the side as a, as a little treat, oh, Lunchables are the best. They're too what? cold. The uh, cookies are too cold. Oh, wow. wow. Got to find balance. See, that's what I mean but, by, but you talk, see, that's grumpy. That's what he means, grumpy. No, but cookies that's, are too that's cold. the thing. There's a little... One, I, I, I gotta say, we gotta send you a bottle or something at this point. I don't the know cookies what, are too guys, the cookies are too cold. The Kendrick Nunn is too injured. It just is all the same. Sorry, go ahead. But it all comes together though, Dan. Is that I, I wanted to? You're now a Laker legend because I think they've finally broken both Magic Johnson and James Worthy. Yeah. I almost cried uh-huh. listening yeah. to James Worthy last night. That was about as sad as and, and I, desperate a situation of a minute thirty nine you're ever gonna hear. So very rarely, I, okay. So very rarely does like what the guys and and they're all terrific guys. All the people over at Spectrum, 
um, you know, here in LA, like we, we we're working, you know, post game. So we don't really see or hear a lot of that. I, I can't tell you that that was played out loud on video while we were waiting to talk to players in, <laughs> in the post game yesterday that we all got a good listen to James, uh, just sort of hit rock bottom on air. And um, no, I mean, and that's like this, this team is, this team is taxing because on one hand you have, you know, like by the letter of sort of the law, you have four top 75 players. You have a guy in Dwight Howard who should have been on that list. You have a lot of talent. Um, you have LeBron James who's playing great, um, you know, offensively especially. He's playing just terrific. Um, Anthony Davis is, is kind of – he's been – you know, last night was a real clunker, but, like, before that it kind of hit, hit, hit in stride, and, like, none of it matters. It just – like, it doesn't matter. We, I mean, we can talk about, you, you know, like, they got – they have an undrafted rookie who's played good minutes for them. They signed Carmelo Anthony, Knicks legend. Uh, you know, and he's been terrific. Like, you can talk all this about, oh, they should have gotten Buddy Heald, they should have whatever. Like, Melo and Malik Monk have, like, been Buddy Heald plus, right? Like, they've given them that, you know, that type of production. And uh, it doesn't matter because they're totally handcuffed. Um, you know, they, they were already pretty handcuffed after the Anthony Davis trade. They were a little more handcuffed after they, like, kind of forfeited a bunch of assets to get Dennis Schroeder. And now, like, after they traded Westbrook, it's like, now they're really handcuffed, right? Like, they just don't have options. And um, it is like watching a team with super high expectations and super low flexibility is, like I said, it, it, it just it melts your mind on a very regular basis. Yeah, but Dan, they they could have they could have gotten out from under Russell Westbrook, right? I look at it this way: oh, if sure. something is not working. I know A isn't working. B, I don't know if it's going to work, but I'm going to try it. Like in the but movies. Don't you have to fix it, it, look, it but here's the thing. In the movies, when the heroes are trapped in space, they go, well, we can't go back to that planet because we'll die. Let's try to go to another planet. Will we live? I don't sure. know, but we're not going to die. I know Russell Westbrook's not working. They could have done the Russell Westbrook, John Wall swap, first round pick involved, and maybe John Wall works. Maybe he doesn't, but I know the Westbrook thing isn't working and in in a in a vacuum i understand not making the moves because hey if this is not your year i get it but when you have lebron james and anthony davis you are in a, always in a win now mode totally. especially with lebron's I, prime not only probably gonna be another year and a half okay so do you know how like that just made your head explode like this is every day uh, <laughs> like you're you're you're, you're you're not wrong i mean like like jason i i, I think like the the spot where you are wrong is that like Trading Russell Westbrook for John Wall like only solves the Russell Westbrook isn't helping your team problem, right? Well, I solve one and, problem and right there. I solve the one problem. I mean, I mean, like, like, and that's that's even that's assuming that John Wall, right, who has played, I don't know, fifty games in the last like four seasons, is like gonna help your team. Okay, um, so like, let's even assume that that is all true. This team still still is a boat that is leaking from all angles. And like, you know, to be, to, to be a good enough offense, they will have to play lousy defensive players and to be a good enough defense, they will have to play lousy offensive players. And this is just sort of the, the curse of their roster is that you can plug one hole and then water starts pouring in from somewhere else. And then you do something this, I mean, this is why this is Frank Vogel's frustration. This is what, this is why, 
Um, Avery Bradley plays so much. Um, like this is why they flirted with Dwight Howard and then pulled back and then gone back in. Um, it's, it's because if it isn't one thing, it's something else. And it, it all, in my, in my point, like this is this, <clears throat> excuse me, the big problem isn't necessarily Russell Westbrook or John Wall for that matter. Is that when you have a guy who, who you've traded everything for and he makes $43 million, um, you have no flexibility to fix it any other way. Like, you had to go bargain hunt at every other turn. There are two big signings. Boy, this is – I hope Rob Lincoln doesn't hear any of this. He'll be mad. Um, there, are two big, there, 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 there are two big signings in free agency, right, where Talon Horton Tucker, a re-sign, and, and I almost said Alex Crusoe. God, that would have been a good idea. Taylor Horton, even though he's been hurt, Taylor Horton Tucker re-signs, um, and then Kendrick Dunn. Um, they have no other contracts on their team, zero, that are, that are either not a minimum deal or a maximum deal, right? Like, they have nothing. There is no middle class there. It is like Dubai. Um, like, it is either like the wealthiest people or people who have, like, you, you know, who don't have anything. That is that Their roster makeup is like that. So, like, they can't make trades. They can't do anything. If they get John Wall in the summer, like they have John Wall, that problem still exists as they go into the offseason. Um, like they're still capped out next season. Um, they, they still don't have the, the requisite sort of flexibility to make anything move. And now they've disrupted. If, if they have 2% of continuity, now they've disrupted that too. It, it, it is like this just sort of hellscape of decision-making that they are stuck in where it, to do one thing you like you end up sh- shooting yourself in the foot and if you don't if you don't do something you shoot yourself in the other foot it is like totally why they are in the position they're in and and, and really they're I, in my opinion like their only hope and prayer and it is a long shot is that you know those three players stay healthy for the rest of the year and they develop a little bit of continuity and then you go into the postseason with LeBron James on your team. And that has been a traditionally a good bet. And look, uh, and, and, and then you just see what happens. Because, uh, you know, trading Taylor Horton Tucker for Terrence Ross, giving up a 2027 first round break, which, by the way, you may – I mean, like, if you wanted to maximize again, to maximize this LeBron prime, you might need – you're going to need that 2027 pick this summer because you have nothing else to trade. So it's like I just think that they are they are in a doomed position, and ultimately, like doing nothing. Finally, it, w- it was like somebody like stepping back from the bar and saying, "All right, I've had enough." <laughs> like, other, you know, well, it, it, two teams that had to do that today, though, Dan. To, to your point, Lakers mm-hmm. haven't done it. We saw Sad Rob Palenka, but now we got Ben Simmons for James Harden. Which yep. team uh, just did something just to say they uh, well made made a, made a deal with the uh, devil they didn't know? I mean, look, I, I well, so I talked to I talked to a, an NBA uh, assistant coach today who who had some questions about the potential cardio of of the, the new Philadelphia big two, um, <laughs> like you know, had 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 some treadmill worries, um, you, you know, but I think like, and we'll see where Ben Simmons is at. Um, and obviously, like, the, the net situation with Kyrie is what it is. I think from a sheer, like, basketball standpoint, uh, you know, they add a, a, a terrific spot-up shooter in Seth Curry. Um, Andre Drummond is what it is, but he's, like, a big guy. You don't have to play around with, like, 
you know, Deron Sharp or Nicholas Claxton or, or, or whatever, kind of the ins and outs of Blake Griffin, the ins and outs they were doing at center. It's like, okay, you have like a big dude now. If that's what you want to go, you've got that guy. <clears throat> and, and you kind of solve some of your duplicity in the backcourt by like, you, you know, having a guy who can guard people, you know, both Kyrie Irving and James Harden can create their own shots. So can Kevin Durant, like it'd be nice to have someone who could like lock somebody up and, and Ben Simmons can do that. Now, the offensive stuff and, and, you know, who knows where his headspace is at. Like, those are huge questions, right? Um, but to me, it seemed like it, you know, w- when pressed against the risk of, like, losing him for nothing this summer, it seemed like a reasonable thing to do. You get a couple of picks out of it. Again, picks that you can now use if you need to roll something forwards later to kind of up the, up the talent level around Kevin Durant. And, um, so I kind of I, I kind of liked it from both teams, to be totally honest. And at the same time, like, I don't know, you give Joel Embiid the best teammate he's ever had. You know? Like, I mean, for all of James Harden's faults, of which there are plenty, um, you know, he's the best player that Joel Embiid has ever played with. And Joel Embiid is maybe first or second in the MVP voting right now. He's on Twitter at Dan Wojcicki Sports. That is at Dan Wojcicki Sports. A man who'll be taking Rob Palenka's Ooh. call in about eight seconds. Uh, Guys, that was Doug. cathartic. That was cathartic. <laughs> I needed that. I'm glad we helped you. It's a, it's a big uh, verbal hug, buddy. Oh, Hang in oh, there. Man. He is the Russell Westbrook of the L.A. Times. Again, Dan Wojcicki on Twitter at Dan Wojcicki Sports. Dan, as always, buddy, appreciate it. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks, guys. Bye, right. buddy. Great stuff from Dan Wojcicki. Got Bye, great st- buddy. Got great. <laughs> Hope you find your dad. He Bye, Mr. De- Norwalk. Who is more dejected, Dan Wojcicki <laughs> or James Worthy? 877 oh, uh, I think Worthy was more dejected. Dan was a little more bitter and frustrated, just, I would say. He just yeah. sounds done yeah. with covering well, no, Worthy this iteration was, yeah. of this squad. Worthy's just like, you know, this is, I'm part of this legacy. Dan's like, I need a vacation. That, that's kind of what it is. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. Come on, pick and roll! 
6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game winner I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my, my game. <laughs> Hello, welcome inside Hour 3, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Hartman. Here we are, Radio Row, night four, as we get set for the Rams and the Jets on Sunday. Some kind of game scheduled. You sure you didn't have some kind of problem? Cardiac or cerebral after that long no, walk? No, I was okay. Listen, you just inserted the Jets. You tried to keep that in. Again, you may be in another dimension in you your know, mind, but the rest of us are here you see, the in the is, real world. I, I figured it out. The re- and thank you for all your concern. Uh, I, am, I am a little un- I unnerved was by it all. Breathing very heavy. It was not good. A few minutes ago because we had a long walk to get well, our free COVID tests yeah. before they ran out. They gave us a bunch, back. too. That was nice. Yeah, it was very nice. Very nice. And I figured out why I was so out of breath. I figured it out. It's because I had that the, the sandwich. The lack of uh, no, exercise. No, no, no. no, no. The I, had the, I had the sandwich from Subway that I was keeping uh, like 20 minutes ago. Oh, and you name-checked them? And then I walked, and I did a little bit too much cardio before I let it settle, and that's what it was. I, I was. I've still it was felt that full. particular sandwich. Yes. What well, was a foot long sandwich? No, no, no. It was a foot. Because I, I, I hadn't eaten since since I think like one or two o'clock. So it was okay. Time for me to have a sandwich. And that that's the thing is that I was still full from the sandwich, and I, that's kind of how I felt walking. And I think that's what happened. I, I figured it out. It was the sandwich. You blame it on it was the a sandwich. sandwich. Yes. Because a sandwich don't care. Blame it on the sandwich. Yeah, yeah. 
Gotta blame it on a sandwich. But that's you, what you've been up early listening to Todd Fritz sing a little bit, <laughs> listening to Millie Vanilli all through night. Hey, celebrate all, all week uh, the entire roster from Dan Patrick first thing in the morning, uh, following uh, two two pros and a, and a cup of Joe all, all the way through to us and, and Ben Maller. I mean, <laughs> but you just went completely Todd Fritz right there. Uh, and, and look, and, and celebrating tonight, look, Halsey and Machine Gun Kelly in yeah, concert right across door. the street from us. And we played none of their music. No, because Tyshirt doesn't, Tyshirt can't find anything he likes from either of them. them. He nah, can't. Nope. No, you've heard of them. I you just, so. you know, Machine Gun Kelly is, is had a really good album a year ago, is dating Megan Fox. Okay. Halsey, I couldn't tell you anything about any of her songs, except everybody seems to like Halsey and respect Halsey. I mean, that's a pretty good she's image pretty, to have. She's a pretty good follow on, on I've, social I've media. I've not known anybody. Huge Laker fan. Yes. Absolutely yes. huge. I've not known anybody saying Halsey sucks. I've never heard no, that. No, that's true. I've not anybody Getting saying that. Getting ready to do a big tour. Yeah. Tickets are on sale. Yeah, like, sucks. This is like a big. <laughs> Was that on the air, Tyson? Absolutely. No? How about a little bit of positivity? <laughs> you know. <laughs> Keep asking. Positivity. Oh, finding boy. our wins. We're on Radio Row. Oh. We're screaming like idiots the f- into the void. And you guys, this guy's terrible. This is burning no, down. Why are you throwing you me got- under the bus on this? Why are you throwing me under the bus? Not in this particular thing. You just said you didn't know. That's fine. You, right. you, so I, what, so you, why, why something? You know, I'm taking I, the rest you know, of your taste. If I wanted and in here in the if negativity, I wanted somebody tight shirt over the top, and it's a ball of hate. Listen, if I wanted somebody to get mad at me for something that happened like three weeks ago, I would have stayed home tonight. Okay? So instead I came here to work with you. It was just in the last two hours. Okay? It doesn't matter. You need to bring up something from the past just because. The past. Listen. Look, if you're going to bring up every time you you find a horseshoe up wherever and you get (laughs) a prediction right in the past, I can bring up something in aim that you said less than Two hours ago. Hey, why did why did we do this? Why did why, why did we do this? Well, you know, let me tell you something. You did three months ago. Oh, okay, okay. And then suddenly that's then it's even. I've All not right. done that. No, I'm saying you? I'd stay home for that. Instead, I come here for you every night to make you happy because I know you get zero happiness in your life because you sit home and you try to call Paul Canerco, who has your number blocked, and you call your kids up and they go, well, Dad. He only blocked Frostburg. And, and, and they go, Dad, you're going to bring us food? And you go, yes, and you don't bring food back for them, and your kids don't want to talk to you. And I, I'm sorry about that. I try to bring you happiness, and you're here going, hey, well, this and you do this and this and tight shirt over the top. and you, uh, That is right. And, and then that's what happens. That is a pretty good summary statement it is, it is. of it's, the events of the last two hours plus it's, it's that kind here of on show. Fox Sports Radio. And how about a fresco on Twitter? Find me over at Swollen Dome. Chaos. I mean, we're just days away from the Super Bowl, but there's so much going on. Such a plethora of news. And I feel bad tonight for Aaron Rodgers. Why? Let me tell you why. He wins his second straight MVP tonight. Yeah. Right? I mean, it's a lead company. He's only, what, the fifth guy to do it. Yeah. I mean, he's got four MVPs now. Jim Brown right. and Joe Montana. Sure. Curtis Martin. Fred Favre. Oh, yeah. Chad and Pennington. Then, and, and, <laughs> and Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning. Uh, but here's Who why handed th- him the award to Yes. Yeah. He did thank the Packers front office and coaching staff for his MVP. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I feel bad for him because... 
I'm sure he had to kill the speech he really wanted to give, which was Brady winning the MVP and Rogers saying, people just didn't vote for me for MVP because of my vax statements. That, that is a fair point. They would have really, voted for me. I, I, yeah. I bet you he really wanted to be able to give that speech. Uh, every, I would have won the MVP if not for my vaccine statements. I would have. Now I had to. Yes, I win the MVP. Great. But I really wanted to give that speech because I really like getting out there with vaccine stuff. And all. Uh, he, had to, he, had to, he had to kill that speech and I'm sure he's very upset about it. And can I, I just say this, not with any kind of larger social commentary or politics or however you feel about that part of the Aaron Rodgers, you know, what he's had to say. But I guarantee you that would have been the speech. Of course it would have been. That would have been the talking point next Pat McAfee show or his own internet world uh on his social media accounts whatever there's no question because he's brought it up multiple yes. times he doesn't want to let it go it he's definitely not it wasn't to say people it, let it go. Were, weren't no. uh you know yes they rooted extra hard against me because of this you know what likability is a big thing yeah and right now it a is. lot of people don't but, but when it came to his play in between the white lines yeah and this is where if look w- could you have voted for brady absolutely mm-hmm. right monster numbers add in just the the fact that he's 44 years old everything we talk about but Aaron Rodgers had a fantastic season some mm. bum slang is always but he got the job <laughs> he, done he plays in the NFC North what can you can't do anything no, all you can do I'm, is change just, divisions I'm just which you could fair. do after this year hey, I'm just trying I to know, be fair I'm and paint it like I, I'm calling it like I see him I'm like Tommy Young like Ric Flair used to always say I don't like Tommy Young but he calls him as he sees him. And that's what they say about me. That's what they say about Harmon. I, I may not li- like him. I may not like him, but he calls it as he sees it. That's right. And that's what, for Aaron Rodgers, fantastic. And it's only a regular season award. Ergo, he is <laughs> eligible to win said award. But look, clearly this shows what we said. Listen, when this happened from the beginning, I, I, for, I, I forget the exact data was. I'm, I know I can find it on Twitter because we talked about it. Is that you can separate, and I know I can separate how I feel about Aaron Rodgers and messages he wants to put out that really aren't helpful. And I can separate that from what he does on the football field. You know, he's not, he's, he, he's, what he did in winning the MVP, great. I can separate it. I can be, and, and the thing is, I could like Aaron Rodgers. I could not like Aaron Rodgers. It doesn't matter. I used to really like Aaron Rodgers. Now I'm not crazy about the guy. Doesn't change anything about how great a football and player enti- he And you're is. entitled to right? your opinion about the Do- man and, and what he has to say. And like it or not, look, I, I love different perspectives. There's, uh, I can obviously disagree. When it, but when it comes to watching him play football, it's about as fun as it gets. Yeah. Right? He's a surgeon mm-hmm. on the field until the playoffs. Right. But the- <laughs> well, until until the playoff game he gets eliminated in. Because he yes. sometimes does win the no, first no, game no, and plays true. well. No, until, until it really counts, you should we, say. We just, know, really we just know eventually it's going down. Yeah. So, <laughs> to that end, tonight, as he's announced the MVP, it's not a, not a surprise to anybody. It shouldn't have been. He's won a number of accolades leading up to this. But in the spirit of the year that was, yeah, there's probably going to be some people grousing about it. Do you think the guy who said he wasn't going to vote for Aaron Rodgers was the one guy who voted for Cooper Cup? Do you think that's the vote? Do you, you know what? That do you think sense. he jumped to Brady, or was he the one guy to vote for Cooper Cup? I think he might have gone to Cooper Cup. 
The fact that only one guy voted for Cooper Cup, yeah. I'm actually a bit surprised. Because there were three people who got votes. It was Aaron Rodgers, and it was Tom Brady got a few, and then Cooper Cup got a vote. But I also have to wonder, shouldn't there be a very small window that you can vote on this? Right, I know you have to have it in by a certain date, but I think you have a little wider berth. The fact that Joe Burrow got no consideration is a little curious. <laughs> I'm not saying he should have had a monster no. number of votes, but that he got zero? Yeah. Not even the hometown guy? No. <laughs> Sorry. No, in all seriousness, not, Sorry. Even, not even the hometown guy. But how, ba- how bad does that look, though, if, you're, if you know? I, I think this gets into the psychology of voters is that they like votes. They don't want anything to, to stand up to go, okay, I'm taking my vote away, which is why the guy who went crazy about I'm not voting for Aaron Rodgers suddenly backed off because he didn't want to go through any sort of ramifications of losing his vote. Coward. So if the one guy who votes for I Joe Burrow. coward, yeah. not cowherd. If the one guy who votes for Joe Burrow is the local guy, <laughs> how bad does that look? What, it's never I been done Joe before? Done. Or, look, or do you, you strike a deal with a guy in another market? Look at, look at, look at. I need you to vote for Joe Burrow, and I'll vote for whoever the hell you want. <laughs> it's like we're trying to get votes. It's like it's in the Senate. You're trying to whip votes, right? Hey, well, what do you need? Said, it's what, all what, lobbying. Do you, what do you need me to get you to, for you to vote Joe Burrow for MVP? Yes. <laughs> what do you need from me? Uh, well, look. I wasn't trying to make it a backdoor deal here, but <laughs> I thought it was a little quid pro quo on other projects trying to be done, not a, hey, meet me in the back, and, and here's a guy with the envelope, or a, hey, you know, is it's a pie that my wife baked <laughs> and there's an envelope under it. Uh, but look, look, cause you know, Rogers, his talent is undeniable where he is now as a player is he's learning what it feels like to be polarizing because up until this year, he had a great reputation. He was universally loved and he goes out and he makes a lot of waves a year ago with being upset with the Packers. Okay, that's fine. You had your people who were upset. You had people who were upset with Aaron Rodgers about how he went about his business. But basically, Aaron Rodgers got the majority of the good publicity coming off his feud with Green Bay because he's a player, and fans like players more than they want to wrap their arms around an organization. Even Packers fans, they had Aaron Rodgers back because they knew Aaron Rodgers is the guy on the field winning MVPs who's won a Super Bowl. We can find another GM. We can replace Gutekunst. It's not that it's going to be a little more difficult to replace Aaron Rodgers. So Rodgers had that. Then he wanted to weigh in on the vaccine situation and he saw what happened. And many people would have said, you know what? I'm not going to weigh on this anymore because it's not something I want. He decided I'm okay with the heat. So I'm going to continue to talk about it. Now, you want to talk about it. That's great. But don't sit back and say, oh, people now don't like me because of this. Um, you have a chance to not talk about this. When you take a stand on something, people are going to either like what you say or don't like what you yeah, say. Yeah, don't own it. You can't complain that people are like yeah. when, when that's like that would be like me coming on, on on the show every night and saying something like, "Boy, James Harden is overrated. I would never trade for the guy." And then really with all of the criticism on on Twitter, going, "I can't believe people are criticizing me about James Harden about my stance." I did on James not Harden. see my point. I, yeah. I, I, I don't understand. This is real. Why, why? Why am I? The only reason people are dis people don't like me is because they don't like this. I mean, you do when you do something creative for a living and you do something and you say something that is going to cause opinions, yeah, some people are not going to like you. Own it. Be comfortable with it. But for Rodgers to take it down the, the, the avenue of, oh, people are only going to not like me because of my vaccination stance. Yeah, 
You want to keep going on about this? That's what's going to happen. Some people are going to have your back and say, I agree. I agree with you. And I I think vaccine mandates and and getting the vaccine is overrated. Many people are going to say, you're crazy. I don't know what you're talking about. We're trying to get rid of a pandemic and and you're not helping. But when you decide to, to go there, you want to do it. Okay, you know what? Then you got to own when people are when, when no, people are going to be it. mad with you. I'll respect that you walk out on that ledge. That's one thing I, I will do. I may not agree with what you have to say, but if you're going to take that step forward and, and speak your piece, then then I'll respect that. Right? That you're speaking your head, speaking your heart. You may not know what you're talking about, and I'm talking in generally here, not just uh, you know with Aaron Rodgers in this particular case, but then to keep using it as a crutch when there's backlash against X, Y, Z, and it's like, oh, the only reason you're mad, and it's like, no, you lost, and you weren't good. So mm-hmm. it, it has nothing to do with anything you've said on any pl- podcast, radio show, whatever else. That's a completely independent thought and another line of discourse. Everybody appreciates the player. There's no question about it. And always, until this year, people stand for him, to my opinion, and not because he's in the NFC North and plays the Bears or whatever. It's like he never got any blame for anything. It was always easy, and with his doing as well, to blame something else organizationally that failed as opposed to putting a, a little bit of the blame and the onus on number 12. So, yes, that was a little different this year. And maybe there was some of that that bled into the analysis of football. But, unfortunately, life ain't fair. Twitter at how about a fresca? Mike at Swollen Dome. The Jason Smiths are with Mike Carmen. I mean it. Aaron, put out you know, some on social media. Put out that speech. Put out the speech you had when you finished second, and you were going to be mad because it was only because of your anti-vax statements that people didn't vote for you for MVP. Let, let me see that speech because I should have been unanimous. I know you had it. I how, know you had it ready. No, he could still do it. You haters, <laughs> you voted for Cooper Cup. How dare you, dear guy who voted for Cooper Cup? The only didn't vote for me because of. Anti-vax. I don't care what. It- Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos, and I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's "Dreams" to The Ronettes' "Be My Baby," and modern day classics like The Killer's "Mr. Brightside." Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, hey, it's Malcolm Gladwell, host of Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Your elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- 
National Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. You're at a place you just discovered. And being an American Express Platinum Card member with Global Dining Access by Resi helped you score tickets to quite the dining experience. Hey, chef. You're looking at something you've never seen before, much less tasted. After your first bite, you say nothing because you're speechless. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your dining experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply.